story. Welcome back to another episode of Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar, And I'm Karen. Today we're doing Rutherford Falls, the new sitcom on Peacock. Peacock. Starring Ed Helms and I, I think she's a relatively new actress, but her name is Jenna Schmidting. So Schmidting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is about, well, I don't know. What, would you, what did you think? What did you think of the first episode? I felt it was very Michael Schur. Mm. No, it didn't what? feel. It was just like very like wholesome workplace, like a, an idealized world. Mm. Like it didn't feel real, you know. Like he, like I feel like he likes to focus on like what small towns. Yeah, I mean you you straight is, up is it, like it's it feels like Parks, Parks and Rec, like a, yeah. a rehash of Parks and Rec, just without the mockumentary. Well, doesn't I don't know if I'd say rehash, but it definitely feels like similar story. Cause, matter right? i mean even in in this what? doesn't feel as wacky though yeah but i think it could be well, it feels a little bit more grounded yeah because there's like so th- i guess more serious conversations are happening yeah okay so what did you think of the first episode i i enjoyed it i yeah. think even like it, it does feel like a little like clean like there's like a cleanliness to it you know yeah. like it doesn't have like i guess it doesn't feel lived in like a whitewash yeah like a whitewashedness. It just feels like everybody is saying like pushing the envelope, but just like a little, you know, like they're not yeah. they're not saying what they actually want to say. Yeah, like little uh, microaggressions that don't register to the other character. I forget her name. I don't know the character's actual Reagan. Name. I, I enjoyed it too. I felt a little rough at parts, but I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah, not super funny, but enjoyable. It was enjoyable. easy to watch. Yeah, I can see where it's heading and like. I feel like it is trying to do, like, a public reckoning of, like, the statue stuff, like, the history stuff. Like, trying to reconcile with the idea of, like, white people have history, and obviously uh, people of color have history that has been, yeah you know... Erased. Erased. But, or just yeah. not accounted for. But it just, like, reminds me of, like, the reason why, more specifically, the reason why I feel like it feels like Parks and Rec is because... Like, the native stuff. Like, yeah, like... What is it? Swan Swanee? No, what was it called? Pawnee. Pawnee. <laughs> yeah. The small like town. The yeah, and... like the painting, right? Like it feels like let's make the show of like actually addressing this painting, you yeah. know, instead of, I mean and like instead a, of the painting it's addressing like, all the things we didn't address. Yeah. Really like there's obviously like a Native American like presence. Presence and a community. And the one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that's why it feels like that. It, it feels like it was inspired by the painting yeah. in Pawnee. <laughs> like let's pick up the pieces, or like let's make the connections that we didn't make. Yeah. In parks. Yeah. So the first episode is about Nathan Rutherford, who's like I guess family built the town, or, or like family. So it starts off them telling the, the history of, of Rutherford Falls, which is just like this agreement between the Minnetonka, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rutherford family, and they created this town out of it. And there's this, the, the whole, like, I guess, plot, or the conflict, is that there's a statue in the middle of the fucking street, which is kind of dumb to me. Why did they put a fucking stop sign? Yeah. Like, they could have put four stop signs, or, like, made so a roundabout. So many other things. Yeah, like a know? roundabout, or just block that area off. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, they want to get rid of the statue, because it's inconveniently placed, and also, like, just kind of old. 
and that's kind of the tension. But at the same time, there's a uh, another character whose name is Regan, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they don't say. Oh, she, she's Minnetonkin, right? I, I think we're supposed to assume. We're su- yeah. supposed to assume that, and she works at a cultural center at a casino, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's how she's introduced. Like, oh, if you want to know, like, at home's character uh, has his cultural center, his heritage yeah. center. Oh yeah, yeah. One of the kids asks about the Minnetonkins, and he refers them to the cultural center at the casino. And it's her trying to get funding for her own cultural center. So, like, it presents these two characters who basically have this, uh, their calling is, like, or, like, what they like is preserving history of yeah. their people, I guess. But then, you know, as the show goes on, like, they're good friends, and, like, they tend to not be critical of each other. Like, they just kind of gas each other up or, like, they encourage yeah. each other, right? There's, yeah. Through that, I think Regan, who's who's Minnetonkin, she supports him and his efforts for, like, trying to preserve the statue. But when it's, like, him trying to help her or, like, her, what she's trying to, like, petition for or fight for, he's not really that interested. So then we start yeah. to see that, like, the show is not necessarily about, like, or what the show really is about is this like reconciliation between like american like white history and like native history i Mm -hmm. guess and making space for making space for the history that was erased sure as a result of like colonialism but the one thing that i thought was like a good touch was that no one's interested in this shit like (laughs) no one gives a (laughs) you as someone who has like a lot of passion for like Museums. public education and museums and stuff like yeah, that right yeah this is like right up my alley um no one gives a shit <laughs> it's not cares. sexy it's like no one wants to no one cares yeah about these public spaces and i thought that, that was that's good because like i think you know like these issues and like this kind of history and, and like shit gets brought up and like social media and like the way it's it's understood and rationalized it's like everybody is supposed to care about this shit but like i mean i was a history major and like no one gives a fuck about this Nobody shit. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> so I think that like that was a, that was like a grounded touch, you know. Like even like uh, the guy that she was petitioning, I, f- I don't know the name of the dude, but the guy who like is the head of the casino <laughs> who has the funding or she, who she's trying to get funding from doesn't give a shit. He's yeah. just like we already do. Like we have actual programs that preserve our history, like language and like like language preservation and women's shelters or whatever. Yeah, we have programs that are doing work now, like that are actually helping people now. Yeah. Why do we need to like have a, a space for like artifacts that nobody's gonna see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because like, I think that that's kind of like the the established avenues for history that we have as like americans i guess right like you want to learn about history or like things you go to a museum mm-hmm. but like there's so much different ways that like these preservations of culture exist yeah um but i think i don't i don't i'm still trying to figure out does that undercut the entire premise of the show like admitting that no one gives a shit about this i don't think it does because i think parks did the same thing yeah like they i mean they wanted to build a park <laughs> like yeah that was... like they openly acknowledge that this shit is not sexy yeah. no one cares about this yeah i think that's the point i think like focusing on a on a museum or a cultural center or a heritage center is like nobody's supposed to care about it but yeah. like there is one or two people there are one or two people that care about it who and, are those like, karen obviously me i feel like i could talk about this for a while 
Yeah. Like, I'm, like, revved up to talk about the importance of yeah. cultural centers. Yeah, and I mean, I think, it's not to I, say that they aren't important. Yeah, everybody agrees that they're important, but that they're, they're definitely more pressing issues. But they're important, like, the way a documentary is important, where you're just like, oh, yeah, I should watch that, but do I want to watch it? Yeah. Like, and do I want to read this boring-ass history book that's, like, not as cool as, like, the last Marvel movie? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, ultimately, it is also, like, it's fighting, like, an uphill battle, you know? Like, the institutions that are already in place are racist, and, like, like, all of the artifacts that are there, like, instantly, like, other people, you know? Like, it's just, like, it's, there's so much work to be done. Anyway, we'll not talk about this anymore. So, Uh. (laughs) so then, I guess as, like, the, the show goes along, and, like, we start to, the character, Regan, starts to, like, realize that, like perhaps this battle of like just helping her friend is loaded and like is actually like kind of you know the antithesis or like is working against kind of what she wants to do right like her making you know i don't think the show is necessarily saying that like it values one cultural history more than others but i think what it's saying is that like if we're in a place where we don't even value native history or like Minnetonkin history specifically. Why would this character even have to care about like this Rutherford history? Like you're already erasing who mm-hmm. who's also here. I, I think it's also it's interesting that like they have such a close friendship yeah. and they bonded over the fact that they're both passionate about these things. Which right? is like, sweet. I actually like their their dynamic. I do commend it in that like sometimes that's what you have to do in order to get along with people that come from different like you have like nothing in common in terms of like culture mm-hmm. like you, you the only thing that you have in common really is like your passion yeah and like you just kind of turn a blind eye to the fact that like yeah like the questionable shit yeah you know like, yeah this is a white dude that's like trying to defend 400 years of like his family's history and like he, on the other side you have like a woman that is trying to just have a space yeah. like a space for like yeah like just a space and it's also like it should be noted that like she has a partition in a partition already you know like a partition of land inside of a partition of land which it gets to this point in the show where like uh things kind of swell and like he gets swayed by regan to like get rid of the statue but then he has like this public uh speech and he has a meltdown where like he basically says like He's defending a statue. In that way, I don't know if it's poignant because, like, is it just trying to like relate to what's happening, you know, with mm-hmm. the public reckoning of statues and like how a lot of these people and statues were favored in history because it was written by white people. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, they do address it. Like, they have like the black mayor say yeah. like not a lot of people are fans of statues right now, and then they also have one of the townspeople say like uh let's take our land back or like yeah we're not or whatever you know like something that's a, a loaded statement yeah and like it's something that he's at helms this character is willing to turn a blind eye to but notice it, how like, they didn't focus on that yeah like it's like oh it's like it's it's just something that like i'm trying to build a coalition here yeah and, and i think but but I'm saying, like, the show didn't focus on it. She was just an avatar for, like, a essentially, like, a statue supporter. Yeah, I, but I think that's a problem with, like, 
Michael Schur car- uh, shows. Well, yeah, this for sure goes back right? to like, like the colorblind thing you're talking, yeah. or like the the sanitized whitewash yeah. world. Where like again, the, like a person did say that, and that is a loaded statement that like would meet like if you and I are, like walking down the street and we see a gathering of people, if we hear somebody say like let's take our country back or like let's whatever i forgot the statement that you said like it's loaded and it's usually racist used as a racist rhetoric right with very very thinly veiled nativism or whatever or not thinly veiled at all but um white supremacy yeah thinly veiled white supremacist statement yeah so it's it's a loaded statement that we could hear in the real world, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not treated with the gravity that it should be treated with. Yeah. And so that's what makes it not feel like they're really trying to address it. Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, like, yeah, like there are racist people out there that say racist things, but like we're not racist, even though we're trying to get them on our side. Yeah, but also like it's not just that. It's just well, this is why I'm asking that question of like, are they just trying to build or like? trying to put their finger in the river when like this thing was happening like is it still relevant i guess is what i'm asking like is the statue thing still relevant and like does it justify essentially building a show around it because i I think yes but also i i think that i think that might just be the starting point yeah like that's their entry point and i i think it would have been relevant three years ago Mm-hmm. And it's re- I think it's relevant now. Well, it's relevant last year as well, right? Or actually, no. Well, that's yeah. why. Like, I'm, like, it's not just like it's like an ongoing thing. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not new. Yeah, but like, okay. So I guess the reason why I'm asking if it's relevant is because if they're not addressing it in like a real way, it just seems like a way to situate it in like the current time. You mm-hmm. get what I mean? Like, it's not really going there to like well i don't know we haven't seen the rest of the the series yet but the first episode just introduces a little bit of like white supremacy and then everybody else is just like yeah let's replace the statue with fucking what do they say uh linda carter Carter. and who else and somebody's dog jenna marbles oh yeah, yeah yeah Which, those aren't even, I feel like those aren't even really reactions. That's when it felt very, like, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, these, like, these wack, like, these wacky townspeople. Wildest things. But, like, the person that said, like, the Linda Carter stuff was a black woman. Yeah. I was like, why, why, what? Like, she, you know, like, it just didn't feel like it was a real response. Yeah, because it's like a, well, that's the thing. I think that this is kind of the shortcomings of the first episode is, like, it's presenting these like real issues and it's trying to inject like these moments of levity but also in that levity it undercuts like what it's trying to say Mm -hmm. like why wouldn't other people besides like you know the the people who crashed into the statue like why wouldn't they also want to take it down they also like not everybody besides these two characters has a troubled like understanding of history yeah um and the fact that like they started to address a little bit of that. Or maybe maybe the reason why they did that is because people don't give a shit, actually. Like, people just don't care about statues. Yeah. And, like, that's keeping in line with, like, people just don't care about symbols of, like, history, I guess. Which which is, like, the theme that they set up with, like, people not caring about the cultural centers of the museum. But that's, uh, that's another thing, though, with, like, making it about this statue. Like, people right now do care about statues at least especially if they're like 
white men that don't that have no relevance mm-hmm. anymore you know like they they do care that they're up right now and like they care that they're taking up space yeah. so it just doesn't make sense to me that like nobody bothered to address the fact that like it's a statue of a man that essentially negotiated away indigenous land yeah and like uh, they're probably like you know at the end of it like NPR is interested in in the town and was that NPR the guy national or I think it was NBR ah. National Broadcast Radio ah. but like the NPR stand yeah <laughs> right and then the end is like there's there seems to be setting up this movement by the guy who owns a casino to potentially sue rutherford yeah and that's that's in the that's in the trailer for the next season for the season season. i I don't know i think that it's got some good ideas and i think i'm interested in seeing like how it plays out yeah let's talk a little bit about like ed helms in this role i kind of think it's like great casting because he is this like i mean i don't know maybe maybe because we just watched him in the office and like he is kind of like that bro-y dude who like loves his own family history. Mm-hmm. In, in, he's uh, playing. He's essentially playing Andy. <laughs> kind of, yeah, right. Yeah, he's he's playing like a Andy. legacy. Yeah, giving like history of Cornell, but like it's Rutherford Falls mm-hmm. instead. Who has like a public meltdown? Yeah, I think a lot of like Ed Helms's appeal is the repression, right? Like he get he has these outbursts, but then he'll be like tender. Like mm-hmm. he'll be like ah blah, blah, blah. do you want me to close this door? Like you know, mm-hmm. like that's that's his thing. It feels I, I I I'm sure I've told you this before, but he I get, and I'm sure other people feel the same way. But at Helms and uh, Sudeikis is that his name? Yeah. What's what's his name? Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Like I honestly think that they're the same person. I think Sudeikis is more charming, personally. Mm, he's more th- handsome. Yeah, because Out Helms is very toothy. You know, he's got yeah. big fucking teeth. <laughs> but I think they play very similar. I think like their characters on TV are very similar. I disagree because Ed Helms has never been like the asshole, like fucks a lot guy, and mm. Sudeikis has been multiple times. Mm. Like the attractive fucks a lot, but like, yeah, 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 you know? I, yeah, yeah. I see that. Like Ed Helms has always kind of been the punching like the bag. nerdy punching bag, even in even in Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in like Vacation, that like the spin or not the remake of the. Chevy Chase movie like he's always like the punching essentially like a soft guy kind of thing yeah Uh, yeah I guess yeah you're right Uh, but even they remind me so much of each other I feel like they're kind of doing a Ted Lasso a Ted Lasso thing see but I don't even I don't think I don't think so it's not as tender like there's not as much like warmth and I also don't think that like I think even Sudeikis in that is like still kind of like super charming and attractive because of how nice he is. Mm-hmm. And here, I don't find, like, his... I don't find... I, I never find Ed Helms, like, attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, not to say that, like, he's ugly or anything. I just... His character is always, like... I would never want to fucking talk to this person. Like, what the... F- I don't give a shit about <laughs> Cornell. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And it's the same, the same thing. <laughs> so it's that's the same why, exact character. Honestly, he's like Andy. Yeah. So that's why I like the... Uh, Regan better. Yeah. And also, she's, she's, she's native. She's, uh... Lakota. Mm. So the actress. Yeah, so they I mean they have plenty of like native actors and like Native American, American Indian, I don't know what the term is. And that was cool. I actually thought she had a lot of charm. Like she was she was funny. She was like kinda like you know, like I I I don't know if she's like a new actress, but 
I thought she was pulling it off as like the the second lead, you know? Yeah, I yeah, I really enjoyed watching her on screen. I think I think it works that Ed Helms' character is so Ed Helms yeah. <laughs> like, aloof. Yeah, because I I think they work well against each other. Like it's yeah. like she feels like a real person mm-hmm. trying to react to real things and like and she grounds him basically. Yeah, and at home, this is like like to her own detriment for sure. Yeah, like she's trying to fix everything, and like she doesn't even put herself first. Yeah, uh, she worries about other people first before before like her wants and needs. Yeah, are there other things you liked about the show? I I, I, I even though like it doesn't feel like a real world, like it feels like. Like, they put characters together to try and make it a real world. Mm-hmm. I think, like, maybe that's just the problem of the first episode. Like, even though it's it's kind of, like, a crafted, yeah, sanitized Yeah, like, even world, though I can see that, that just might be the first episode. You still and, like being there, though. Yeah, like, it, it seems like the... I do appreciate the side characters. Like, mm-hmm. the, the ones that talk about, like... Like, the two workers at the yeah, employee. Yeah, at the, at at the, the casino, casino. Because side. they give her insight. Like, and so it's like... They keep yeah. her grounded. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, you think that you're Iron Man and he's Captain America, but like... You're Hawkeye or whatever. You're, you're a side character in your own story. Yeah. I, I think that my biggest complaint is that I just wasn't that funny. Like, I wasn't laughing. Like, I think that this kind of shit, I think you can interrogate a lot. And I just don't think... It almost, like, it almost feels like they had, like, a timid voice. Because, like, they didn't want to upset anybody. Mm. Um, and I don't know if that's controversial to say. But, like, th- so one of the creators is also Native American. And her name is Sierra Teller Ornelas. Uh, she's Navajo. And she's written, like, a bunch of stuff. You know, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Happy Endings, Superstore. Like, she's done a bunch of stuff. I wonder if, like, how this came to be. There was, like, the humor didn't really, like hit that hard for me mm-hmm. like the stuff that i found funny was like her like uh you know just talking to the the dude who runs the casino and like he tries to he says like something and she's like yeah that doesn't work on me like i'm not a tourist like mm. that was funny like there was a couple bits but it just didn't like i, I don't know it, it felt like because it was like dealing with like a kind of contentious subject like they didn't want to ruffle that many feathers yeah so in that it, it did feel sanitize even the humor did yeah what i'm gonna yeah like it it just it didn't hit points because it it just didn't want to push the envelope too much yeah it was scared of pushing the envelope too much and like polarizing its audience it it makes sense it's a it's a pilot it's on peacock yeah like it it just makes sense right for what it is yeah but I yeah I would I would want it to pu- to go a little further like yeah. I it has to push some, like if this is the show if this is the premise it wants to be if this is the show it wants to be I think it needs to push to a little more be confident or uh, like also just introduce a little more silliness like I don't I don't know like this the silliness was almost like family friendly mm-hmm. and like I'm like okay it's fine like, I guess or even like the Jenna Marbles reference like, yeah like who the, who, who the fuck she like, like quit YouTube like what the fuck like old yeah like nobody knows who she is anymore (laughs) yeah old reference the taika watiti reference was funny yeah that was funny but yeah like i i don't think i have much else to say about it do you Mm, i I mean i'm will you watch it will you continue watching it yeah i'll continue watching it It, i'm interested i think the premise is interesting enough that 
we'll keep watching it and it's like you know this this interesting kind of story about like something that's happening currently mm-hmm. so i'm interested to see how that plays out but like the pilot is cool i just don't think it's like a perfect pilot like it didn't really like bring me in into the sitcom space like at times i felt like it was like a movie mm. you know it felt like i don't know if it was the way it was filmed but it felt like it wasn't a sitcom yeah you know like the, the, the- with the cameras they use yeah, I don't, like, like it high, just, the super high def cameras yeah and then sometimes like in the first scene I guess maybe it's supposed to be like place setting but in the first scene when they introduce Ed Helms character and he's like giving the tour like it's like super focused on him yeah and you can see like I think you mentioned that it was like his lips are really dry <laughs> hella dry yeah you you could see that and that was Crusty like a little lips. it was like distracting cause yeah. Also, so much attention was on him. Like, the camera was actually focused on him. It made, like, the the surrounding characters blurry. Like, their faces were blurry. Yeah. And that was distracting. I'm just like, why are yeah. they filming it like this? Yeah. I think one of the things that perhaps we haven't talked about and why it feels the way it feels is because it seems like this is going to be a serialized show. It's not episodic. Like, each episode is going to build off the other. Mm, mm, mm. And that, mm-hmm. I think that's a huge difference from Parks. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they're going to do, like, each episode is Flavor of the Week, the Wacky, whatever. I think they're going to keep going based on, like... Like, a, like this isn't an A, B plot. Yeah. So, like, it feels like, you know, like a like Dear White People or, like, a Netflix show mm-hmm. where, like, it's kind of serialized, but it's still kind of a yeah, sitcom. That's, yes, that's exactly... Yeah. Yes. I think that's why I felt a little, like... Because I, I remember, like, I remember watching the end where, like, they set up the white light, running lightning, right? Is that what it's called? Operation Suing at Helms Rutherford. Um, and, yeah, it seems like they're going towards, like, this, this single story that they're going to tell. Because mm-hmm. it cuts off. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe they're doing that because it's a streaming show. Like, everything is out and they want you to watch it all. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, it was designed that way. But yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Do you think it, it successfully pulls off, like, picking up where Parks left off or, like, where they didn't connect those dots? Do you think it does that successfully in the I first episode? I think it could do it later, like, it, but not now. Does it do that or set it up in the first episode? So, like, you think it could do that? Maybe. I think it's also, like, it seems like Ed Helms' character cares about his voice too much. Yeah. Like wants his voice to be heard and screams the loudest. Yeah. And Reagan's character doesn't know her voice. Like can't, hasn't been able to find her voice. And so she whispers, you know, like she's yeah. like a whispering character. And so I think it'd be satisfying uh, as a viewer to see like her come into herself. her. Yeah. Like her, her, her character develop and yeah. like her find her voice and like be able to like be the loudest person in the room yeah she does have like a kind of like an insecure confidence Mm -hmm. right like that's kind of her thing i mean she like she has two master's degrees yeah (laughs) (laughs) like she she's an expert (laughs) she knows what she's talking about and nobody wants to hear her yeah i also feel like i think i would (laughs) have liked them to push that like tension a little more yeah like between the between regan and uh Reagan or Regan, whatever, and Nathan, because she definitely like was like a, like she had a realization like she was upset, and it would have been cool to like you know see that explored a little more in the first episode. 
Yeah. Like it just felt kind of cut. She like says it herself. She's like, we had this passion and I went to North, I went to college, got two master's degrees and came back and you got a museum. Yeah. <laughs> what would you rate it? It was enjoyable. It was an enjoyable pilot and I want to keep exploring the world. So I'll rate it a 3.5. Okay. That's good. Also, like, they have a lot of experience doing shows like this. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'm in good hands, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about it. Helms. What his experience is with TV. But Michael Schur, for sure. Yeah. For sure, Michael Schur. For sure, Michael Schur. Yeah. I, I'd go maybe like a 3.5. Maybe like a 3.3. I, I didn't I was like it was it was cool I feel like it might get better as it goes I just feel like it doesn't really know what it is yet and it's just like it had to get this like plot or this conflict out and then we'll go from there mm-hmm. but like I, I I'm hoping for a little more silliness or mm-hmm. like just a little a little more humor like it it just like it's not serious enough where like I have to take this this serious and it's not funny enough where like I'm like oh this is this mm-hmm. is funny. This is a, these are funny situations to watch. So I, I feel like it, I'm hoping that it starts to find itself a little more in, in like the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. You, you think it'll, it'll keep going after season one? I I really don't know. Probably right. It'll be it'll be three seasons. Yeah, it's also not like on NBC. It's like straight to streaming. I think. Mm. Because they said shit. Unless they just bleeped it. But I think it's like a Peacock streaming show. That's probably also why it looks... It was filmed differently, right? Yeah. And it's only 10 episodes. Mm. Like all the season... The the whole season is out already. Yeah. So strange. Yeah. What a time. Yeah. That's kind of all I have. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I can't pay you. I'm sorry. But you said... You can leave now. This is my house. Oh, okay. Bye. (laughs) Peace. Bye.